Thank you for joining me this Friday, the 9th of September, as the world mourns the death of Britain's longest serving monarch, Queen Elizabeth II. I'm Grady Wolfe, a market analyst with Bell Direct, and this is our weekly market update. It was a big week and a big day on Tuesday with the RBA announcing yet another 50 basis point interest rate hike to 2.35%. But what does the RBA's rate hike and broader economic data mean for you? Firstly, on the home loan front, the average Australian home loan this year is just under $600,000. The 0.5% interest rate hike for September will increase the average home loan repayments by $180 per month, taking the total additional amount paid per month since the interest rate hikes began back in May to $770. If you're thinking about building, well, the boom isn't over just yet, but you'll get less value for money given the shortage of builders and increase in building costs. The cost of building a new home is up nearly 20% over the last year. Raw material costs have skyrocketed due to supply shortages. And the cost of labour hire is also surging due to the country's skilled worker shortage. CBA reports this week suggest Australians won't feel the full brunt of interest rate rises until at least two months after the rate hike is announced. This is evident because the amount consumers are spending right now, especially on the retail front, are at record highs, with retail sales for July hitting $34.7 billion. Consumers are still only spending two-thirds of what they did pre-pandemic, though, in a sign that nerves remain high. And consumers are consciously saving for tougher times ahead, in anticipation for further rate hikes. So, we can expect to feel the full impact of the latest interest rate hike in November, ahead of the busy holiday season. Just when we thought petrol prices could not get any higher, the government's halving of the petrol excise tax will end on September 29, meaning we'll pay a full 44 cents per litre of excise tax on petrol again instead of 22 cents per litre, which we've been paying during the pandemic. With Russia also threatening to stop selling oil to Western countries who impose a price cap on its oil, the cost of petrol looks set to soar again in the near future. But are we headed for the dreaded recession? Put simply, not technically and not right now. The Australian economy grew 0.9% in the June quarter as consumers kept spending and high energy exports boosted economic growth. Annual GDP for the quarter hit 3.6% as the unemployment rate hit 50-year lows, which is underpinning household incomes and high spending. Exports of services rose 13.7%, reflecting education-related travel as international students returned down under, while imports detracted from growth as an increasing number of Aussies travelled abroad amid COVID restrictions ending. As for what to expect moving forward, RBA Governor Philip Lowe signalled on Thursday that RBA rates could, rate rises sorry, could slow, but at least two more rate rises are needed to bring inflation into the target range between 2 and 3%. This means your variable loans will continue to rise, which in turn reduces demand for goods and services. And from a portfolio point of view, higher interest rates, dampening demand will negatively impact stock prices and make it difficult for companies to raise the price of their goods and services. Now locally the ASX 200 regained momentum on Thursday to post a gain of 0.29% from Monday to Thursday, boosted by a more than 3% surge in tech stocks. For the week, energy stocks were sharply sold off amid Russia's response to the G7 agreeing to impose a price cap on Russian crude. 
Russian President Vladimir Putin threatened to cut back grain exports from Ukraine and said Moscow could extend its rations of natural gas exports and cut off oil flow if the West goes ahead with a planned price cap on Russian crude. The price of oil was hit this week as well by China's zero COVID goal, dampening demand outlooks. In the All Lords, Double Corp was the best performing stock over the four trading days, gaining more than 31%, despite no price sensitive news out of the call recording technology company during the week. Tyro payments surged more than 28% for the week after rejecting a $658 million takeover offer, and Argozi Minerals soared almost 28% over the four trading days. The most traded stocks by Belderac clients this week were Paladin Energy, Maya, Pilbara Minerals, Telstra, A2 Milk Company, Mineral Resources, Boral, IGO, Beach Energy and Vela Technologies. And the most traded ETFs this week were BetaShares Geared Australian Equity Hedge Fund, BetaShares Australian High Interest Cash ETF and Vanguard Australian Shares Index ETF. On the economic front next week, Westpac consumer confidence data for September is out on Tuesday, in addition to NAB's business confidence data for August, also out on Tuesday. How high the cost of living is in the US economy will be unveiled on Tuesday night as the country's inflation data for August is released. And later in the week, we'll get a glimpse into the state of Australia's labour market with unemployment data out on Thursday. And that's all we have time for today. I'm Grady Wolf from Bell Direct. Have a lovely Friday and weekend. And as always, happy investing.